Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland, and at the end of the day, my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Today's podcast of The Faithful Servant, I want to talk to you about investing in a father relationship. When I hear someone say to me, Eric, you are such a good father, my mind quickly turns to thinking of those moments where I see my daughters laughing, smiling, and truly enjoying life. This month, we celebrate Father's Day a day in which we honor our fathers who helped us to be the people we are today, the men who gave us wisdom in their carefully concocted sentences, and to the men who loved us unconditionally. I look back over the years of my relationship with my father. As a kid, he was a man who showed his love by always being at my games. It was a rare occasion he would miss a baseball, soccer, or basketball game. Our favorite times together were the father-son golf outing. Even though I would surpass his skill level at a young age, he always encouraged me to be better. And what seemed to happen so quickly, it all went south. It was one decision. It was a, one of those moments that is burned into your heart and into your memory of a time with one of your parents. And for me, it was my father. Um, like I've said in pr- previous podcasts, I'm a second generation business owner. My father started Country Tire. Uh, and, you know, growing up, I never thought I would be running country tire. That was not my aspirations. But life turned a different direction and I came back and started working there. And we had this moment in time where we needed to make a big decision. I thought at that time my father trusted me. I thought he knew that I was going to look out for the best interest of the company. And it was the day we were buying out our partners. My attorney called me up and said, Eric, they're not going to sign the agreement unless you take the non-compete out of the contract. And my choice of words was not best, but I told my attorney that then you need to talk to dad because ultimately it's his decision. Without conversing with me, my dad went ahead and made that decision to take it out. I didn't agree with it. And I let that decision change everything that happened prior. All 20 plus years of history of having a father that loved me, having a father that 
was supportive of me. That one decision and our relationship crumbled. For me, it was a lack of trust that he had in me. It was broken. And ultimately what it did is it wore on me as a father to two daughters and how to be a father to them. So when someone says to me, Eric, you're such a good father, you have to understand some days it's hard for me to recognize that because I don't see it. Yeah, I see the smiles that they have on their face, the joy when they're at the zoo with me or at the swimming pool, them just having fun. But it took a lot of work to rebuild my relationship with my father and investing it back into my relationship with my father so that I could be the best father for my two daughters. So how did I get there? It was long. It was a lot of frustrating moments. That decision was back in 2010. And over the course of 11 years, there was a lot of anger. There were a lot of conversations that I had with my dad where I told him, I don't even consider you my father anymore. I threatened him that he would never see his granddaughters again. And it got so bad one day, I got so frustrated and angry with him. Me being 6'2", 250 pounds, my dad being 5'6", maybe 180 pounds. And I pushed him. A man at 76 years old, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. The anger within me was so strong because of one decision. Anytime we discussed, it seemed like he would never listen to me. but I kept coming back. Inside of me, I had this little part of me that said, at the end of the day, he is still your father. No matter how angry you are with him, we're going to persevere through this. Because this matters to you. This is one of those things that truly matters to you. And that's where I sat. 
I always refer back, I think, to therapy because I think for me, therapy was my time to find who I was. I didn't want to be an angry person anymore. I didn't want a relationship that I cherished and loved be in a place where I couldn't even talk to him, let alone be in the same room with him. Holidays were hell, because that meant I had to be there. So in therapy, we finally got worked through a lot of my other issues, and she goes, is there anything else that we want to accomplish in this? I said, yes, I want a relationship with my father again. So we worked on that. It's one thing to have grace for yourself. I, I found that transition to be able to love myself and have grace for myself, that was, that was, that was easier than giving grace to my dad. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that the business was struggling so mightily for so long because of, in my perception, that one decision. It was an easy excuse. And as we worked through those issues of being able to give my dad grace, came to realize this. Our parents love us. My father loved me. What he thought he was doing was the right decision. He didn't met no ill will. He was just there trying to support me and what I wanted to accomplish. And it took me shedding away all of my anger, setting it aside to be able to realize that's all he was trying to do. The other areas I had to work on was my high expectations and my high stress. I am someone who has extremely high expectations of myself and other people around me. So when I talk about investing in a father relationship, I want to speak to you parents right now. It's okay to have expectations. It's okay to want your children to have a better life than you. But one thing I've learned is when we put our high expectations upon our parents, or upon our children. High stress comes for everybody. We need to be able to look through the prism of grace. We need to be able to look at people 
as God sees them. And when we change our vision to be able to look at other people that way, we can have authentic relationships. We can have authentic disagreements. But that stress isn't impacting those relationships. So I got to a point with my father of being able to say I'm sorry for myself. I hadn't said it to him yet. I sat down one day in therapy. She said, well, how are you going to do this? No idea. One thing I know I can do well is write. So I sat down and I wrote a letter. And last Christmas, that's, that's all I gave my father was this letter. The look on his eyes as the tears poured down his face as he was reading it showed everything I needed to see in healing a relationship. My last sentence was pretty clear of my intentions. I love you, and I am so proud to call you my father. That brought a healing not only to me, but to our relationship where love and grace exist. But what it brought for me is something that's going to last even longer. My relationship with my daughters. If there is one thing on this earth that I hold dear is investing into my daughters as a father. I cannot provide them with an unending amount of money. I can't provide them with a lot of things. But my goal is to provide them with an unconditional love that's full of grace, full of forgiveness, and accepting of who they are, where they're at. My relationship with Jocelyn, it's an easy one for me. She was born a day after my 30th birthday. Her and I get each other. When I look at Jocelyn, I, I, it's eerie to see, but it's me looking into a mirror most days. The way she talks, the way she understands uh, math and how easy school has come for her. Jocelyn and I's relationship is really good. 
but my relationship with Mallory has always been a little struggle for me. There were times I'd get frustrated with her because things weren't done a certain way, going back to my high expectations. Ever since I found that grace and mercy and forgiveness for myself and for my father, my relationship with Mallory has changed drastically. I see a cute, innocent child who just wants to be loved, who will do anything to know that she is loved. And sometimes I wonder when, going back to that original question or statement of people saying, Eric, you're such a good father. It's taken me time to learn what that means and what that looks like for Mallory. But in the same fashion, I have to have the same grace that I did with my father. When I change those things, I now see two daughters who are excited for life. They're excited to spend time with their dad. It could be putting a puzzle together. It could be going to the zoo. It could be just being at the pool together. They just want to be with me. And that enjoyment that they share on their faces It took me a while to get to that point of being able to say, yeah, I'm a good father. So I challenge you today, you fathers out there, for one moment, put your expectations down Love on your kids. Meet them where they are. And I promise you, the joy that you're going to see from their faces is something that will strive and push you to want to continue living that way. when they stand in the garage door waving at you as the door closes and trying to continue waving at you to say goodbye and then they blow you a kiss. Those moments are going to burn in your heart to make you put down your expectations. Just love them. Because investing in your relationships with your kids as a father is something that is so needed in today's world.
know, God created fathers for a reason. To give those quirky, stupid dad jokes. To be able to give them a moment of wisdom. To be able to open a door for your daughters. So that they can experience what love is. That's something that a father can provide and we as fathers need to do more of. As I go back to those words from others saying what a good father I am. Like you've heard, it's taken time. It's taken a lot of bumps in the road. It has come with a lot of self-doubt. However, when I see my daughters how far they've come in school, how they treat each other, how they treat their friends, and their passion to know Jesus. I can clearly hear the words, well done, my faithful servant.